Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Brad Webb and Christy. We hope that you are ready for today's episode. Here are your hosts, Christy and Brad. Good day. Good day. Christy, Bree. That sounds very British. Great Good to day. be here today. Yes, it On is. a brand new episode, we're excited about all that God is doing we in, are. The, in our life and uh, everything going with that. A lot's going on. Big day. Everything's rushing in to get there in the, into the summer. You mm-hmm. know, it's like how many things of ice cream can you make? How many things of ice cream can you eat? How many popsicles can you eat in a day and be healthy? Last full week of summer for the kids. How many popsicles? Yeah. Well, they have next week. I have to go to orientation. They're going to orient the oh, parents yes. okay. next week, but the kids have it one more week left off. Okay. Um, we know, are on the final I, I countdown. Don't, I don't know how many popsicles you can eat. I feel like in Louisiana, we should have a higher number than other parts of the country, maybe, because, you know, hydration is important. I'll tell you one thing. This July is brutal. It is hot. My but gosh. June was not. So you have June to be thankful for, we that. thankful for that. Yeah, it is hot, but it's it's um it's a good summer. So we're doing our podcast. We're going to make one last little trip to Natchez. We are eating a couple out. of our favorite, <clears throat> excuse me, favorite restaurants. And Brad's not going to talk. In the Brad's having some Natchez throat, area throat issues, so Brad's not going to talk on the three days that we're gone. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! For those of uh, you that, that know should be him, interesting. This is probably your hardest laugh you'll get out of this podcast. Let's see how well that works. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that's not big news happen. in our podcast world, though. Bree, tell us about it. You have stepped up the game and got us on a couple of other platforms. Tell us where you can now. Also, listen to our podcast. I'm very excited about this, actually, and I'm going to pull it up because I don't, I don't want to miss anything, but um, you can listen to us on several different podcasting platforms. So many of our listeners are listening to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but now you can listen to us on Google Podcasts and Amazon um, Music slash Audible. We are on Pandora and iHeartRadio. All right, give that girl a hand clap. Yeah, man, she's rocking it out over there. That's phenomenal. Didn't tell me how to do the hand clap. I forget which one it is. Mm. This one, and Mm, she's wrong. Maybe not. Yeah, there she is. (laughs) She had it muted. (laughs) All right, thank you for that, Bree. And you know what that means? What does that mean? Today we have hit a new all-time high number, two thousand two hundred and ninety-nine. Tell us how many we have left, Bree, before we give away a really nice set of AirPods. 201. I am so proud of myself. I didn't even have to use a calculator to figure that out. Look at you. That's a big deal. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for making this possible. We're excited about that. And uh, we're on track to do it in the next couple of weeks. Maybe we could uh, finish the summer strong and do it a week early. So, Yeah, we could. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much for all that you were doing. We had a summer goal. That was kind of our summer goal. With the, the back of our minds, yeah, the yeah. numbers. And we're going to, hopefully we'll make that. We'll hit that, yeah. And that should be your summer goal to win the AirPods. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do you have to do, Bree, to win those? All you have to do is like, comment, and share. And if you see us on any of our social media platforms, just interact with us. And I am keeping a tally of who is talking to us. Ooh, a tally. Mm-hmm. Like, share, and comment. That's right. People She's are watching. even commenting on like the Podbean app, which is like what we list, like we make our podcast through. And we have some people comment on that too. All oh, right, nice. mm-hmm. good stuff. I have uh, no idea how to do that. But <coughs> we have. I, I mean, um, I know how to like interact on some social media, but Podbean, I have no idea how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We do have some new listeners though from new areas. I was mm-hmm. noticing that this week. 
That's great. Um, all the way. Yeah. He's got to put his glasses, glasses on, on to be able to see the screen on the on the phone. He's he's googling on his phone. I do want to say, Christy, your friends in Mississippi are running hard, man. They are. They uh, had Yay. nineteen. They were up nineteen percent, eleven percent, just from Mississippi alone. So kudos to you guys out there, man. New Mexico, we've got some shout some out to good bit of people from New Mexico. Is that is listening to us, so we don't know who that would yeah, be. We find out like, who these. Who, are. Let us know who you are if you're from Mexico. We, we're New Mexico. New Mexico. We're excited to um, in the United States. We're excited to know who you are, so we want you to be in the running Although, for our AirPods. We may be international. Abby and Emily may um, download us. They are traveling in. Oh. Um, they're on a beach vacation down in uh, Mexico. Yeah, right now as we speak. So. We might get a download from Mexico this week, but um, I wouldn't say a lot of people are listening to us in Spanish we got a speaking good bit company in um, New Mexico. Country. So, all right. With that being said, the farm, man, it has been a marathon because we finally had more than seven days with no rain. We did, and it um, Brad is worn out. That's worn why out. we're taking our little uh, vacation um, to congratulate Brad on his um, feet of hay. <laughs> How many acres did y'all have to clear? Um, We ended up doing about 150. Goodness. So we still have a little bit left. That's a lot. It's enough to keep you busy. It's a a lot lot. in a a few days. That's the thing. Normally it's spread out, but because of the weather... It you was had to, um, all at one time. We hardly ever, never do that. So, well, and you had to do it because you know, I am obviously, not, the break I am, in the weather. I'm not jealous of what you had. to We had two great friends uh, that took their vacation to actually. They paused their vacation and come and help me. They um, did come and help him. They drove the tractor. Bree, Bree did not drive the tractor for did us. Not. It was funny. She's she's afraid to do it under such pressure. Uh-huh. But we did have some friends that were experienced tractor drivers that um came literally out of retirement. One of them. What a good friend <laughs> and, um, that is. He uh yeah. It's very they, humbling. The two of them helped um help very out a lot. So. so. All right. It was coming out of retirement week and it kind of leads into our podcast topic because at the church we were struggling um, because of the uptick in COVID and the amount of people that it's affecting in our church family and central Louisiana. The numbers are up quite a bit. And um, it was just remindful of a couple of things that Christy and I have been talking about, though. Um, And we want to talk about being fearful that we are not and that we should not live our life overcoming fear. You should use good judgment make good decisions, but do not allow the fear of the unknown to rob you of what has been made known to you and for you. That is right. Um, okay, so little background on why this. Uh, back it up for us. I'm going to back it up. Why we are talking about this. We were at my mom's. Um, month ago. Month ago. And um, my mom lives in a very small town. Less than 500 people live there. And the the news that we had just missed a couple of days before we were there was that they had to, you know, and if you're from the country, you understand this is a big deal. They had to land a helicopter to, there was a bike bicycling accident and they had to land a medevac helicopter in the church parking lot. It was a big deal. And there's a lot um, of training there though. These people go, it's rolling heels and stuff. And so they train on this road. They for, train for bicycling for cyclists, like serious um, cyclists. They train for all these races because there's um, ter- the terrain there is really good for, for practice and, and training. So we're talking and, like 
Tour de France kind of stuff. Right. So. We're talking about, yeah. Um, we're talking about serious cyclists. And so. Without a motor. We, um, we are, my mom's telling me that this, this, basically a dog ran out in front of this man and he swerved the bike to miss it. And he had a, a bike, a cycling accident. And, um was seriously injured and and he actually ended up dying a couple of days later all because of a bicycling and and brad and i were talking about it driving back you don't hear a lot about bicycling accidents and literally within two days three days of that just a few days of that brad came home and said did you see the news today one of the jets assistant coaches the jets football team national football league team said um, one of the coaches um, was hit by a motorist while riding a bicycle, and he died. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's so strange that in the last week or, you know, two weeks at the most, we had heard two people had died, not that we knew either of them personally. So last night I was um, flipping through um, my news on my phone, actually, and uh, a retired congressman was Senator, killed in, yeah. a senator was killed in a bicycling accident. I know it's crazy, and I, I told Brad, I said I've never, I've never heard of things like that. I mean, you know, you hear people do get hurt in the Tour de France; they have mm-hmm. these big wrecks or whatever. But these are three people, and this last man, literally, I don't that I know of, it, it had nothing to do with outside forces. The first one was a dog; the second one was hit by a motorist. This man was just driving and just had an, a bicycle accident, and when he fell from the bike, he broke his neck. And so I told Brad, what's so weird about that is you don't, you don't think about bicycling. I mean, if you looked up, and I did not look up the statistics, how many people die in car wrecks and things like that, we're not shocked by that. I looked up the statistic, 846 people are killed on average across the, the world from bicycling accidents. And this is three in the last month. So I told Brad, it's so weird that you just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, these guys are going out for a bicycle ride. The first guy was in training. He was looking forward to this race. But the other two guys were literally just riding, just riding their bikes. Just, you know, hanging out. taking. One guy was retired. He was, from the article I read, the older man, um, he was retired from the Senate. And he was just exercising. Like, you know, he had taken up biking as a um, cycling, as a as an exercise. And it's so important because of what Chrissy's saying, too. It's just randomness that we it came across our life, but it really leads into the bigger conversation that we want to have, which is people are captivated by fear. And that we, have, we live in such a knee-jerk reaction of a society that it's like we take extreme measures to, to one way or the other, and then they're like, oh, man, why well, don't I ever want to ride a bicycle again? You know, that's dangerous. And and this whole process of it. But today people are becoming paralyzed. Or or the other thing you want to do is you want to like you want to put in and, and this is by no means saying, you know, don't do these things. But all of these guys were in safety equipment. Mm-hmm. The first guy had on he was wearing a helmet. He was wearing the pads like the whole thing. The other two guys did have on helmets. They, they mm-hmm. mentioned that in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, but just these things that happen and the other, like Brad said, the extremes you go to, you either want to not do it. I'm never getting on a bike again. Or you wrap yourself in bubble wrap mm-hmm. if you have to do it, you know. Um, but we can't live like that. You know, these guys, especially the last guy, he he um, he probably seen where the, the Jets coach had gotten killed. And he still chose to get on a bicycle. He wasn't fearful mm-hmm. of getting on that bicycle. And... The reason I say that is you can't stop 
you can't be in fear all of your life. That's correct. And with that being said, it, it, it plays into the larger sphere of where we are, you know, because there's an uptick in the COVID cases and um, it really kind of has caught a lot of people by surprise because a lot of people as they're getting the vaccination really kind of felt like, man, I'm good. I got this. I don't have to worry about it. And um, what we're seeing is that a lot of people that have vaccinations are getting COVID. And now the conversations that people are having is, well, what do I do if this vaccination doesn't work? And it starts putting people into a state of panic instead of a, a state of good concern where you're making good decisions and uh, practicing good practices, but not going overboard to where you become um, totally isolated again, but you're really making good decisions about everyday life. I think that's an important thing is that if you don't want to live in fear, which the Bible tells us to not fear, it tells us to not live in fear. So if we're going to fulfill God's word for our life, then we have to walk that out on a daily basis with our confidence being in God. Exactly. And, and you can't, you can't wrap your life in bubble wrap. Mm-hmm. And it does, it is so easy to do that, especially fearing, like you said, the COVID thing right now. Um, is to just stay in your house, not move, not get out. You can have, you can do everything now. You can have groceries delivered. You can have pizza delivered. Obviously, you can have pizza delivered. You can have any kind of food delivered right now. So, or generally. But my point is, you can't do that. You have to make a conscious effort to be smart, you know, be aware of your surroundings and what's going on. But at the same time, you have to participate in those surroundings. You have to be, you know, in the world that you are in, you have to live in the world. That is correct. Because if not, you're robbing yourself of some of the best things that are ahead of you. And I think one of the things is that we want to take out personal responsibility. In a lot of cases, you know, we respond, <coughs> excuse me, personal responsibility goes such a long ways. Um, I never forget my first trip to Haiti, Pastor Ralph and I were sitting on this big balcony. It was about the size of a, double car garage and um in the middle of that balcony or or porch there was a set of stairs that went straight up in a hole through this roof and there was no handrails um on the stairs there was nothing around the hole that was going to the stairs in the middle of the floor like a probably about the size of an attic door in 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 your house and man kids are just running playing throwing a ball all around that and pastor ralph and i looked at that and said, wow, wow, that, that's amazing. You know, like they have no fear of falling through that hole. And if that was in the United States, we'd have so many extra measures. Uh, You'd have guardrails. Guardrails, handrails, all that with stuff. With signs telling and, and parents not I'm not saying not that you shouldn't have that. But what we're trying to do is take personal responsibility out of everyday decisions so that I can just live my life numbly without thinking, moving through the world, and make it somebody else's responsibility to do everything to protect me so that I don't ever get hurt. And then people begin to live in that fear. But, you know, the Bible says in Psalms 139, it's one of my favorite chapters because where it talks about we're fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of the Lord. And it talks about how he knitted us together in our mother's womb. But the verse that really, really gives me hope and a peace is verse 16. And it says, before I was ever born... Before I ever breathed one life here outside my mother's wombs, when God wrote down the number of days in the book of life that I would live. No matter what. No matter what. So we look at that and we say, man, that's a tragic accident. 
you know, and we think it is an accident. It's crazy. But if you believe God's word, then ultimately there's no accidents. It's all his providence. Because he said, before you're ever born, I'm going to I'm gonna write your days down. And um, some people live to be 100 and plus. Mike Haynes, shout out to you there. You're I, I, your mom. I just saw Mike Haynes on the way. I, I, I'm trying to remember how old she is now. Is it 103, 104? I think she's 103. I think and, I just um, asked him. Oh I think goodness. it's 103. 103. Awesome. And, uh, Still lives alone. Takes care of herself. Wow. She and does then, not drive anymore. I did ask that question. And then there's people that, you know, they pass away early, you know, and so we're like, what what's going on there? Well, it's in God's plan for our life, which means you shouldn't live recklessly. But you also shouldn't live in fear. You should have a healthy balance of good judgment. Make good decisions. Don't become paralyzed socially and in your own life that you allow the circumstances to so define who you are in the context of there. Because there's a lot of things that could scare you in today's world. I mean, a lot lot of things. things. Especially at at the tip of your fingers. Because if you get on your cell phone and just read the headlines of the news mm-hmm. i'm my uh, my family always says well what happened and i, I read them a headline and they're like so what's the story i'm like i don't know i just read the headline you are known but, for that <laughs> but if, me too. if you just read the headlines it could terrify you it really honestly could terrify you but the other thing i want to talk about on, in this is fearful others should not be around you and what i mean by that is if you know what is going to happen to you if you are um, right with God and you know that when you die, you know it's going to happen to you. Let the people around you know that. Um, now, this is not a fun conversation to have. We've actually had it with our older children. And one of them was like, okay, Brad, like, Brad, in Brad's line of work, I mean, he, he goes to a lot of funerals and he's like, look, this is what I do or don't want at a funeral. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I say he goes to a lot of funerals. I guess he goes more than the average person. But my point is that he does, he, he had this conversation with our twins. Now, everybody thinks twins are exactly alike. One of them was like, okay, note that. Okay, note that. The other one sat there in tears the entire time. Don't talk time. about that, Daddy. We can't talk about that. Why are we talking about that? What's wrong with you? Okay, it, it, it literally, he was just saying, I, I am good with this. I know what's going to happen to me. And... And bless her heart, she was not okay with talking about it. Well, what it was, um, there, there's a line, um, you know, a dear, dear friend of mine, mentor, Mike McVeigh, and his wonderful, wonderful wife, um, Miss Virginia, you know, they had just been up to Washington, D.C. and doing all of that, and he came home and laid in his bed, and God called him home that night to be with him. And at his service, Mike taught me more about living than probably any other person. And, um, you know, to Brother Mike's family, if you're out there, your dad was so instrumental to us because actually Ralph left that service, came home and made the decision for him and Joy to buy the motorhome. And uh, they did. They had been putting that off for quite a while. And we came home, made some life changing decisions as well for us. And it was that we're not going to wait around. You know, you always put it off. Well, I'll do that next year. But literally, the Bible teaches us that life is but a vapor. I mean, we're here one minute, and we're gone the next, you know. And so what I was telling my older kids was, I want you to know that I am living life to the fullest. You know, Miss Johnny Pease also said that to you at church that day. You know. She she had been to a funeral, and people were crying. And she looked at her um, great nieces, and she said, 
Oh, when I leave, don't you worry about it. You just tell them she had a good time. She, she had I a good am, run. I had a I good am, run. I had a good run. I'm, I'm okay with it. But, um, and it doesn't have to be a hard conversation like it was with, and it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be serious. Like, we've had conversations with my mom over the time that, I mean, she's very definite about certain things mm-hmm. that she wants to happen and stuff. But it was all in the, it wasn't in a, I am so fearful of this. Oh, what's going to happen? It was an all in a, we know what's going to happen. But I'm just telling, you know. But you have to grab this today because we live in such a crazy world. I mean, people are being killed everywhere in their homes, you know, random bullets being shot through their walls, you know, mug, this, that. It, bicycle it's just ride. Bicycle ride. <laughs> you know, you leave to go on a bicycle ride. You always think you're coming back. And I mean, what we're saying, though, is live life. That's right. Fulfill your destiny. Make memories. Don't be fearful. <laughs> Make the most of it. Exactly. Because if you don't, you're going to run out of time. You're going to regret it. And you are going to regret it. And it doesn't have to be these epic, monumental, life-changing decisions. It can be, you know, spur-of-the-moment trip. Eat the french fries. Eat the french fries. Eat eat dessert (laughs) first. Isn't that something? Eat dessert To quote a line from one of my more favorite movies, one one that I like more, it would be from Lonesome Dove. Of course it would. Gus and Cap was sitting there having a conversation, and and he looks at him, and he thinks he's talking about dying. And he said, you don't get it. I'm not talking about dying. I'm talking about living. And that's what we're talking about today. We're not talking about dying. We're talking about living. We're talking about making the most of every moment, living life to its fullest, looking fear in the eye and saying, I will not let you rule over me, but I will rule over it. And fearful I will not be. Because Jesus said, perfect love cast out all fear. That's right. Amen. Amen. I got an amen from the pastor's wife. I preach. Wow. So what we want to encourage you to do is let us know this week, what are you going to do to make a memory? What are you going to say no to in fear? Bree, have you gone out and just gone somewhere, done something unplanned? conversation i have failed you i have i've said i was just going to kidnap you one day and well our life's been a little crazy though at camps and everything it has been it has been which you needed to plan good job great job it's done (laughs) in fact someone stopped at my office on earlier this morning like so what are you doing now i was like breathing i am breathing amen he's sleeping i'm sleeping so i'll tell you this story uh a dear friend of mine jason townley one of the most phenomenal pastors in central louisiana pastors of church at Pine Ridge and Melder and talking about bicycles. And one day we were in Chick-fil-A at the same time. And um, I said, man, I was thinking about you the other day. Jason has been at this one church his whole life. And um, I said, I had rode my bike past you, past your church and was thinking about you. Nobody was there. But anyway, he said, well, he said, man, I didn't know you, you, you rode. He said, we need to ride together one day. I was like, okay, so we're talking about this, making this trip, planning it. And uh, finally, he says, uh, so what do you ride? I said, well, I, I ride a Road King, Harley Davidson. And he looked at me. He said, oh, I ride a bicycle. <laughs> I said, well, I'm glad we made that clarification because, Jason, we'd have both been shocked had I pulled up to meet you at your church and you'd have been on a bicycle and I'd have been on a motorcycle. So, Jason, you're a great pastor, man. Shout out to you and your church. You you are the picture of faithful presence, and thank you for your friendship through all these years. And I'd love to bike. go ride with you, brother, but um Hey, we're hiking, so you're getting there, Brad. It's like, one you say that, but one like, thing you at like a time. 
you hike now. I, I, I hike now, but I wouldn't jump straight to like to. I like <laughs> to enjoy the scenery at the end of the journey. It's worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. And he has learned that the hard way. It is way. worth it. So. The hard, complaint-filled, complaint-filled um, journey. So whether you ride a Harley, a Honda, uh, uh, or a bicycle without an engine, Make <laughs> some memories. he doesn't know the name of. Don't let fear rule over you. Yeah, I know. I know no bikes. So before Sorry, we guys. go, though, I want to make sure I set the scene for people who are not in the room. Y'all are wearing matching shirts today. Did We're, y'all know that? We, we are, are wearing I matching shirts because we are about to go on an adventure, and we have on our pink flamingo adventure. I'm, we do. Yeah, these are these are RVing shirts. These I'm are gonna get a picture shirts. of this, and I will be sharing it. Oh. So. Friends, look out for that. All right. <laughs> so, as you are wrapping up the summer, like, share, comment, because we got some brand new AirPods coming. We do. Stay humble. Beat the heat. September's coming. It's four weeks away. Pray hard. I heart AC. Me too. <laughs>